everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And welcome back to another episode, Maximize Your Mind. We're trying to get your mind right. Um, We're trying to get you focused on fitness, especially as this year winds down. I'm excited to be with you again on today. And today um, we're going to discuss actually a very interesting topic um, that we're going to discuss today. And I'm excited to share it with you, especially on this eve or as we approach Christmas and everything like that is going to be important. as you do, as you attack your fitness and as you get your fitness on track, that we come up with some strategies and some ideas as far as how we're going to do it. All right. And so I want to actually talk about a strategy today that is relatively new as far as it's as far as it being, you know, popularized and a topic that people are searching Um And it's this idea of intuitive eating. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of get into it just a bit. um, But we're also going to talk about the one flaw with intuitive eating. Now, there's an now with this new idea, as I say, it's new just in terms of it being something that's actually talked about. But it's been practiced for years. And basically with intuitive eating, it's the idea that you eat whenever your body signals you to eat and you stop when that signal signaling says stop. And so with this strategy, you don't have to stress about counting calories or tracking meals or any of that technical stuff that frustrates a lot of people and somehow prevents them or inhibits them from sticking to their fitness routine. So basically all you do is listen to your body. That's the intuitive part. You listen to your body because the idea is your body naturally knows how to eat, when to eat, what to eat, because your body wants to stay alive. It wants to survive, so it will figure it out. You know, if you look at our ancestors and just the evolution of humans, this is very evident. Now, as you also know, your body is very smart, like incredibly smart. You know, I, I'm, I'm always fascinated at the level of ability and complexity of the human body, the anatomy, the way things move, the way your neurons fire over the synapses, the way that your body, for the most part, runs on autopilot. I mean, imagine if you had to think about breathing. Right. Imagine if you had to think about making your heart beat all of these involuntary responses and systems that work to keep us alive is very much miraculous, mesmerizing and undoubtedly one of the greatest um, one of the greatest, I guess, elements of science of all time. Is how our bodies function, how our bodies move. All right. And so because of this smart ability, this this 
complex machinery of our anatomy, our body understands how to live and survive. And it's what allows us as humans to adapt and thrive regardless of the challenges we face. Think about how people adapted and moved on years and years ago, centuries ago. We have outlived some major catastrophes. And guess what? We will continue to do so. Now, our body regulates our intake, our nutritional intake, primarily through hormonal signals and responses. All right. So through the release of certain hormones, which we won't get into the specifics of the hormones, not today. That's not the purpose of today's episode. Um, But through the release of these hormones, your body responds with appropriate actions. All right. So you get hungry, sends out a hormone. It sends out a signal to let your body know, hey, listen here, guy. Listen here, gal. We need some food. We need some energy. We need to work. We need uh, to function. And so your body responds. But here's the flaw. What if your hormone system is off? What if there is some sort of hormonal imbalance which renders this particular system, this the particular reading system or the measuring system of the body useless or unreliable at best? See, one of the principles, and there are several principles of intuitive eating, but one of them is to respect your fullness, meaning when you feel full, stop eating. Now, let me just say, I fully agree with this concept. As a fitness professional, I never encourage clients to not eat or to avoid certain foods. I'm a foodie at heart. You've got to understand that. I, I, I mean, heck. Just yesterday, I had McDonald's. It was the first time in a long time. But I had it. I enjoyed it. And guess what? I'm back to my fitness routine. But that's another story. But I understand how good food can make you feel. And understand it's not just because of the food content itself. It's not just because you picked up a, 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 you know, you had fried chicken or or meatballs or or you know mashed potatoes or whatever your indulgence is chips whatever but it's also because of the social environment where food is enjoyed all right many times you're enjoying what you're enjoying this food with friends uh with colleagues um you're enjoying it in front of a good movie or a television show or you may be celebrating an achievement of some kind or just Um, kicking it with some colleagues at some sort of a networking event. And so there's a lot of aspects to food, to the the intake of food that has to be considered, right? Now, this particular principle is very much related to this trick that I discovered, training for a competitive physique show early on. And what I discovered is this. I wouldn't eat until I felt full. That was the mistake. I would only eat until the hunger pain stopped. And so what I noticed is that when I was trying to lose weight and trying to lose it fast is. If you if I is I would overeat if I ate the full plate, if I sat down and ate it, I would overeat. Not not because 
you know, there was a problem with eating that food. But for my specific goals, for my for that particular time in my life, trying to get ready for a show, it would have been too much for what I needed. And but also what I noticed is that once I got halfway into the meal, it didn't matter what the meal is. And I'm telling you this, it doesn't matter what meal is you're you're going for right now. I don't care when it is. If you stop halfway through your meal. Halfway after half after consuming half of your your meal, you will ask yourself, am I still am I still hungry? And guess what? Nine times out of ten, the answer is no, you're not still hungry. If you're honest with yourself, you are not still hungry because the signals that got you to the plate subside halfway through the plate. All right. After you've eaten a few bites, those hunger pains go away and you can actually get back to whatever you were doing before. Right. And so I understood this trick. So it's a very understandable component or principle of this intuitive eating idea. It's a simple shift, a simple and slight shift, yet it's a huge trick that drastically alters your consumption patterns. But again, the question is, what if your feeling of full is holding you back? What if it's off? Let, let, let me paint a picture for you, all right? Uh, my, the, the, I, I once owned a car. It's my favorite vehicle that I've ever owned. I've owned several cars, but this by far was my favorite. I owned a Chevy Cavalier sports car. It was silver. I, I absolutely loved this car. It was metallic silver. Silver. It had black Raleigh race car, race car stripes, dual racing car, car stripes across the hood, up over the top, and across the trunk. So f- from front to back, it had these racing uh, Raleigh race car stripes. It also had a spoiler, and it had a sunroof. It was fully loaded. I had the satellite radio, which was really you knew, new at that time, XM satellite, I think it was. And best of all, it was a manual shift. I had um, had several experiences with my car getting stolen. So when I made this purchase, I made sure to get a manual shift. And this nifty ride had some kick. I could get up. It didn't matter where I was. I could adjust that shift, floor the clutch, and I would be out of there. All right. So it was an amazing vehicle. Now, as I was driving one day, the speedometer just gave out. And I had no way to tell how fast I was driving. Now, Pay attention. I thought it was just a simple glitch that would reset or fix itself, but it just wouldn't re-engage again. Eventually, I had to go get it fixed. But before, up until it got fixed, I had to guess how fast I was going because I couldn't read it on the display, even though the display was designed to tell me how fast I was going. And... Sometimes, and this is what I want you guys to see, your body is like my broken speedometer. It doesn't know what full means all the time. Because guess what? Our bodies operate out of fear. It fears when it will get fed again. It prepares ahead of time for some unfortunate situation that will likely never happen. All right. The odds are against something devastating happen happening to you or me where we just we won't have food or we're out of food. Right. And now, while it's great to simply lose weight by just listening to your body, sometimes your body signals are just wrong. And depending on your fitness goals, your default body signals just won't work with them. 
All right. So I'm all about intuitive eating and understanding that, you know, there is an extra level of stress of tracking calories and doing all those sorts of things. But if your body's hormonal system or the hormonal imbalance is inaccurate or not functioning, then it's going to take some extra effort, some added guidance. And this is where I greatly encourage strategic eating. And I actually base this on my fit life rocks method, which is very simple and strategic eating usually will utilize some of the intuitive eating principles by default. But it also takes into account that some people need a more structured approach to their fitness. Because if you've been failing your fitness for so long that you've become frustrated because nothing seems to work, then it doesn't make sense to keep living by that practice. And I think that is the element that is missed in this intuitive eating guidelines is that if you have become frustrated or somehow stuck in your fitness, then obviously you cannot rely on your bodily signals, on the hormonal signals that tells you when to eat and when not to eat because something is off. You are craving foods that you shouldn't crave. Your, your, your fitness habits are skewed to the point where it's not conducive to losing the weight that you want to lose. And with intuitive dieting, they don't want you, a proponents of this are, are, are saying that you shouldn't feel bad about your eating habits. And I can agree with that. To an extent, because understand, if you are not happy with the image that you see in the mirror, if you are not happy with the way that you feel, if you are not happy with the image that you present to your family, to your friends, to your colleagues, to your to your uh, to your mentors and whoever is looking up to you, then guess what? Then something needs to change. And most times what needs to change is your fitness routine, whether it be your workouts, whether it be your nutrition, something needs to change so that you can feel better about yourself. And a lot of times with intuitive eating and and with the proponents of it, it's all about not bashing you for natural hunger Sig, uh, decisions, right? Not bashing you because you want to go eat a, a hamburger or not bashing you because you want to eat ice cream. And I'm all about that because of the fact that I believe that we can eat any and everything. We just have to be strategic because I'll be honest, if you ask me, if I were to just listen to my body's signals, I would always, I mean, there are things that I would never stop eating. Hamburgers, hot dogs, baked beans, ice cream. I could go on. I would never eat. I would never. I would eat in a way that just showed such reckless regard for my body. And when I say for my body, I'm not talking about what you see. I'm not as much concerned about what you see as much as I'm concerned with what's going on actually on the inside. What's going on under the hood? Are my arteries clear? You know, I'm concerned about keeping my arteries clear, which is why I don't indulge as much as I could. But at the same time, I feel at liberty to eat what I want. You just have to be strategic. And that's what I want to stress to you. Strategic eating will utilize some of these intuitive eating principles by default. 
but it also takes into account that some people need a more structured approach. So it doesn't make sense to keep living by the practice of of following that internal compass if you're frustrated and stuck right now in your fitness. That means that it is off. Obviously, your intuitive eating mechanism is skewed and it is why you eat well past your stopping point. It is why that you crave foods that do more harm than good. So some of your eating will be intuitive and it needs to be. But some of your eating also needs structure and a formula. And that's okay. If you've been struggling with your fitness, by the way, you should definitely grab your copy of my latest fitness guide using the link below. Um, And you can grab that at any point in time. It it shows you how to implement simple fitness hacks and tweaks into your daily regimen, no matter how busy you are, no matter how overwhelming things are, no matter if you've tried and failed fitness before. It'll help establish simple, simple principles into your lifestyle uh, that will get you the results that you're looking for. You can start using them immediately and seeing results. OK. Now, in my next blog post, I'm going to actually share Jen's story of how she lost. 85 pounds in nine months using strategic eating methods. All right. She did several different things. But at the end of the day, strategic eating was a key component. And so until so as I sign off of this episode, remember, fitness is a vehicle to achieve anything you want in life. So get fit, stay fit and be fit. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.